0: well good afternoon good evening good morning depending on where you're listening i am mary hasward fernandez your podcast host of leadership legacies and legends unleashed this is season one episode one pivotal moments my leadership development journey we're celebrating the city of portsmouth virginia With the entire first season. After 38 years in business, using my strategic approach to everything from my four-year degree in electronic technology, I am so excited to be a Boomer podcaster sharing this um, pivotal moment in my life with you. So let's get started as we talk about how in the world and where in the world did Mary come from? Pivotal moment. You know, this leadership journey of mine started about, okay, age, you want to know my age? Maybe you don't, (laughs) okay. So one, let's see, four and one, okay. Pivotal moments for me started back in elementary school and where I began my leadership journey. And that was first memory elementary school. Elementary school, you're leaving home for the first time. You're going to be among people in the world outside of the comfort and familiar place of family and that place where you feel special and where you know your place among, you know, the ranking sisters and brothers. So as you are leaving home to go to school, you're all excited. You're all dressed up and you're going into new territory. So getting to elementary school, I get there in the first grade confident to a degree and I meet my very first elementary school classmate. And the classroom is over full. You know how it is on that first day. Teachers are making adjustments as needed, but children like myself, we're making connections and trying to find out where we fit into the world. And, I'm, and, I, and I meet my very best friend who happens to be one of the students. They move on the very first day to another class because the classroom is overflowing. So here we go. <coughs> Excuse me, everyone. So, as they remove this young lady that I have started conversation with and you know we made that little connection and she leaves and goes to the next classroom, a sense of sadness falls over me and I find myself putting my chin in my hand and staring out the window because new adjustment, quick new adjustment. I think that's the first time I ever felt shy. So we move along a little further in life and I take and go back to a memory called the Christmas Dish Story. The Christmas Dish Story. This is where one day, and I know you all have your own Christmas memories. Some good, some bad, some joyous, some just, oh yeah, very different. But it's okay, y'all. We're here today. We made it. So Christmas Dish. My and my sisters, we come downstairs early Christmas morning. The lights of Christmas are on. The Christmas tree is there and we're all excited. We get downstairs and all of us are having this little conversation. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. And something came over me that was quite amazing. Leadership. I said to everyone, okay, everyone, mom told me what to do. So I need everyone to step out the room and come back and I'll show you what she said. So they all stepped out. And they came back in and I said to them, okay, this one's for you, this one's for you, and this one's for you. And of course I got the one for me. And so what we did was we had different size dish sets for each child. And to me, it was very clear. And one amazing thing happened at that experience. Mom and Dad still upstairs. Sisters downstairs, happy playing with our toys early, early in the AM. It was so amazing to me that they listened to me. When they listened to me and did what I said, do you're talking about being astonished? I was astonished. But I even knew then not to act astonished as I had told that little fib just to get peace and order and move things forward. But to me, that is my real first moment of leadership when it evolved from within. Does that come from watching your parents? Where does it come from? Makes you ask the question, are leaders born? Are they made? Are they unleashed? Situations sometimes just pulls the best out of us. So let's go a little further on this leadership development journey as I can see it. Middle school. Middle school, we had elementary was on one end of the building where all the lower elementary students were separated from the higher grade students. And so for us, middle school was on another section of the building. This is just before you leave that whole complex to go to what they call junior high. So over in middle school, I had this experience where we're walking home from school and my little friends that I can still see their faces because we all walk to school, whether it's high school or middle school or whatever, we all walk to school. So I'm walking home and the little girlfriends say to me, Mary likes, mm, Mary likes, mm." and the gentleman's name, the little boy's name, um, he was standing there and they said, that about three times before I put my foot down and I said who likes who (laughs) and that boldness that came over me I was so proud of it I was so proud of myself for speaking up and I was so proud of that moment because they stopped looked at me like I was a new person and a new type of respect came about from the ladies from the little girls moving on along to high school because in junior high I was evolving I was in the orchestra. I was participating in different things and feeling really good about myself and uh, defining my look, defining my relationships. But I really cannot remember any very special relationships besides leadership and working on my studies and playing in the orchestra with a lot of joy. So we move right along and high school comes. Something powerful happens in high school. I felt confident. I felt bold and um I, I think it comes from that feeling of security of where we lived in this wonderful community, the friends we grew up with, the, the people that watched us as we walked to school, things they would do like, I'm going to tell your mama, y'all better go in the house, little things like that. These people looked out for us. They were our neighbors. And so we're in high school. We get to senior year. And in senior year, junior, senior year, uh, yeah, junior, senior year, I find that I am very active. I'm an art student. I am allowed to work independently of all the rest of the students in the classroom. And the art teacher gave us that kind of liberty because I remember there was myself and another young lady. We had a, a little edge on the art thing, but nothing like what my children are blessed with. But I tell you like this. So we go on throughout the day and I wanted to be in the band. And so I didn't play an instrument that was band quality, but I knew I wanted to be a majorette. And that was because of the stately, well, I guess, charismatic leaders that were majorettes. And these ladies were confident and they were in this band that we were so proud of in our local high school and it was before um, our school Icy Norcom was uh, torn down and the new Icy Norcom was built so back in that beautiful day I knew that I wanted to be a majorette so that came to pass now our majorette leader the young woman that's in charge of all of us she had to go to Guam and it was time for the graduating seniors they had moved on so among the peer group um, they picked who they thought should be or would be the next head majorette. I had no problem because it was not me. And I knew in my heart with confidence and a quiet spirit th- that when she came back, she would set the house in order. What was so unique and special about it was how we all worked together. And when she came back and said, no, my plan is for Miss Mary Mary, to become head majorette. And uh, she gave me a couple of reasons why. And I was very happy. And the good thing was my peers, we all fell in order, just like a military group. And we followed the leader. Go on to college. Get to college. And now I am really um, focused and intentional with everything I'm doing. I'm focused on my future and my goals. I'm a young mother now with twin girls. And their father had passed before they were born. So I had that nine-month journey on my own. With lots of love and support of family and friends, terrible terrible emotional dark times and sadness, but a determination. These twins had a mom they say they don't even recognize now in the woman that I am now. Their mom was a protective bear, uh, like a a big bear with claws and um, uh, just threatening in my persona, which was no nonsense, not about any foolishness. I'm just here to take care of business, my children and my education. God bless me a few years later with a phenomenal um, husband and, and these twins, they just don't know how they affected my life and how they basically saved my life. And they are phenomenal, independent, strong women. There's a funny story about when I took them over to the college and they had lunch, they were doing things like cutting their food up with knives and forks. And the, and the students were saying, Oh, uh, goodness, little girls using knives and forks. That's how my dad brought them up. These little girls had five living grandparents at the time. So they were very loved and cared for. And so was I, especially with everybody, the community, my family, near and far, reaching out to cover us because they knew of our situation with their father having passed. And so years passed, years passed. I'm out there in the working world when I meet my wonderful husband and best friend and life is different now and I'm still in the leadership track. I'm on math and science journey, working as a, to become an electronic uh, engineer, but my degree, and I'll tell you that story about that degree, was for teaching. I was shooting for electronic tech uh, engineering and mine was technology. So I move on And I'm working at this phenomenal company. And by the grace of God, I found my way into direct sales. Direct sales surrounded me with some powerful, powerful women, awesome women, leaders and mentors and coaches, travel uh, to leadership on a regular basis, accountability, and all the skills that comes with that um, on that working nine to five. And I dreamed of being a stay-at-home mom where I could be there for my children. Now we're moving right along and I have two beautiful children that are now part of my life's journey, a son and a daughter. These young people, they are from a whole different generation. My daughter said to me, the mom you are today is definitely not the mom uh, The uh, gentle and laid back today as that mom we had when when we were growing up. And I love my daughters for for their transparency, but so true. Um, Listening to my parents and changing as needed when we grow up in parenting styles, I grew and I am so blessed. This generation, born in the technology world, these young adults are my coaches. They are my go-to techs. My husband is tech. My son is tech and my baby girl is tech. I did not have to learn a whole lot of things because they were there. When I left that technology career, retired back in 1987 uh, with when the plant closed, we were the last people in the plant to close the plant. Thank God for that. And so I left the engineering career behind when we left that job. I put every manual down, my husband and, and son had manuals for almost anything that were about three and four inches thick. If they ran into a a code or a message, they would go to the manual. I just did not want to touch anything uh, with heavy-duty thinking besides the strategy gift that I got from that career. Now, here it is. I've developed not only in my direct sales, but I developed uh, Wuha by Mary, which is a women's personal business and personal development strategist type business where I do workshops for businesses, companies, individuals, helping them move forward from, <clears throat> excuse me, stuck, stopped, or stalled. This is too important in this day and time not to move forward towards your goal. And I have a program I put in place called Exhale and Slay. And that was designed for Uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and executives in transition because sometimes you're new in the environment and you're not operating in your fullness of gifts. So as the time comes to an end, I want to thank you for listening and look forward to hearing, seeing you tomorrow with our next episode. And we'll go a little further in how this leadership journey of living in the city of Portsmouth, Virginia, which is going to be our celebration uh, topic all throughout the entire first season Uh, where you'll get to meet some wonderful speakers and mentors. So have a great day. I am Mary Heswood Fernandez, your women's business and personal development strategist, 38 years in business, boomer, podcaster, and so excited you were here. Spotify and Apple is where you can find us on your favorite listening channels. Have a great and phenomenal day. And don't forget, be among the first to download the new episodes. I'll see you soon. God bless you. Mary Hasworth Fernandez. <laughs>